0: Hello, everyone. It's your friend, Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4pm. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to Caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way also after the show i'm gonna go phantom menace is playing in theaters so i'm gonna take a big group to go to the nearest amc or whatever cineplex and go see my favorite star wars movie i'll say it i'll say it with my full chest my favorite star wars movie in theaters again so hope to see you at both things If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do, uh, uh, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I hope to see you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Coming soon to theaters, podcasts, film reviews, and so much more. Available at tristanmiller.substack.com. And now, our feature presentation. She scares the shit out of me every time. I forget there's a little voice. I get so focused.
1: <laughs> Hello, everybody.
0: Welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. My name is Tristan Miller, and joining me today from beautiful, sunny California is Rachel Music. How are you, Rachel?
1: Uh Very good, Tristan. So happy to be here. I was... Doing some transcendental meditation over my coffee, facing east, wine, Bordeaux, pencil, number two, pad, legal. It's an action. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Wait, you are, you literally warned me two minutes ago,
0: whatever I said was to go in the show. You'll go in the show. And it's worth it. Um do du- dueling David Lynch is great. Um, I do, I'm gonna open this by doing a bit of stand-up that i do sometimes and this is uh david lynch describing a dream um it was looney tunes characters he goes i was having this dream and in this dream i was a coyote i kept giving the this little fella kept giving me the slip and every time he did he'd utter the words meep meep um so that's my contribution to this part of the conversation (laughs) the other one is be very very quiet I'm hunting a rabbit. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, what a delight. Uh he's the only uh, uh when I was gearing up to direct my first project, I watched his masterclass. Oh, it's so uh, good. it's so good. Um seeing that man weep watching it's a wonderful <laughs> life for what must be the 60th time. There's something yeah. so unbelievably wholesome about that. Uh yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: one of my heroes. He's so good.
1: Ditto. And the only thing I I took—I mean, not—I took a lot of things away from it, but really, that the credo was the the director's job is to make sure that the whole set is a happy family. Mm -hmm. And I took that to heart, and it's the best advice. Uh, So yeah, so yeah. Here, uh, sunny California in North Hollywood, we work uh, (laughs) with some on tap kombucha uh, uh, ready, ready for some, some. cinema
0: shenanigans hell yeah brother um do you remember the first shenanigans (laughs) (laughs) i have made this joke so many times every time the one of the senators from arizona does anything i just say cinema sins and no one will be on board with me and i demand that the people know about it no, um, I,
1: I, I appreciate this. I am the demographic for this joke. Thank you for sharing. The only one of those videos I've watched recently was the one about the Grinch. And it's really, really fun to have someone who's never seen the Jim Carrey Grinch watch the cinema sins of the Grinch and get only those pieces out of context um, from a film that they were supposed to have enjoyed as a child
0: that's so funny that's quite good that's the only way to watch the grinch these days you know you really just want to that's the only way to experience it
1: do you think that uh, benedict cumberbatch should have been the grinch or is that just one ip too many because the guy's really stacking
0: them up i think he shouldn't have been the grinch i think they could have gotten um let me check my notes here uh literally anyone to play that role <laughs> And it would have been just as good or bad. Um, I think he added nothing. I think that thing was doomed from the start unless they were to go crazy and be like, oh, Jim Carrey, he's doing it again. Then people would have been like.
1: (laughs) They have a they have a horror film now since he's in public domain called The Mean One. And um, (laughs) it's about it's about the mean one. Who, who kills people every Christmas if you put up Christmas decorations. And, um, and, and, and Cindy, you know, who her name is Cindy, you know, who <laughs> whose mother was killed by the mean one when she was a child. Um, it, it takes it upon herself to like solve the mystery. And uh, <laughs> it's real, it's, it's, it's real, real bad. Um, I, I, I I don't even know that, you know, I haven't seen that. so That's not fair of me to say. Maybe it's a triumph. Maybe it's amazing.
0: Here's the thing. From what you've described, I'm certainly, it's what it is the most it can be. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And I think there's something noble about films that are what they are. Yeah. And don't try to be anything different. There is a singularity of purpose in some films that uh, I find admirable. And blockbusters might not get that. Uh, certain blockbusters, like, like Top Gun Maverick, knew exactly what it was. Yeah knew what it was, signed, sealed, and delivered, and dads across the country ate it. And
0: Put it on the grill. <laughs> Fire it up.
1: Put it on the grill. Absolutely. No, don't turn it. Don't turn it. It's supposed to carbonize. I know what <laughs> I know what I'm doing, Linda. Uh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um do you remember the first movie you saw in, in a cinema?
1: Yes. Pocahontas.
0: Oh yeah. How was that?
1: Um, we came in late, uh, I I remember it because it's the first time I'm walking into a movie theater and the movie has already started and it's the ship and they're on the ship and there's a storm and, uh, and just the feeling of walking into a giant dark room and there's a a ship and a storm. I have no (laughs) context. Um, it was was miraculous. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, it's like that. And, uh, and then I think like the the mummy was a huge one. Cause mm. that was, that was the first, um, people movie that I saw in the, in the, in the theaters that being something that's not animated, which is what I called them as a kid is I didn't want to watch people movies because people movies were for, for grown ups. And I tell you, I like that better. <laughs> what? Instead of live action? Yeah. This is a
0: people movie. <laughs> a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. because that also assumes that animation is the default which I love
1: yeah that is interesting because what if it was because you know before uh well uh I'm unspooling the thought that I don't think will help. Because I was (laughs) doing flip books
0: and zoetrope. I was like, well, if we
1: go back far enough before Mm -hmm. film, animated films were there. And I was like, a flip book does
0: not count. I think the first animated film was a guy running very quickly along the side of a cave. And just like, (laughs) just going, oh, it looks like the train's coming at me, you know. (laughs)
1: Yeah, imagining like the vanishing points and the mammoths, and they just they
0: just <laughs> oh no, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, um, excellent. What uh, what's your favorite cinema snack? I'm trying to get as many recommendations as I can.
1: That's a tricky one. Usually, the answer is whatever I can sneak in. Um,
0: excellent. Always a good response.
1: So I, I absolutely made it into uh into a theater with like a full on, uh, you know, container, of, like a to go box. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. I, I don't recommend it. You, you're a very bad movie guest. Uh, Short of that, those chocolate covered cookie dough bites.
0: Oh, yeah, those are quite good, aren't they?
1: I would say Bunch of Crunch, which I prefer, but the Crunch.
0: The Crunch. It's too crunch. You can't, hear, you can't hear the movie with that crunch
1: and I can't do popcorn because I had uh I have had braces twice in my mm. life collectively for like four years and so I just got out of the habit and I've never really gotten the taste back for popcorn um, that's trouble I don't want to have to floss <laughs> I already fair. don't floss <laughs> I don't make it worse
0: <laughs> that's fair enough I don't I don't blame you for that um are you ready for some movie trivia?
1: I am absolutely ready for movie trivia. To, to, you know, to clarify, do I have to know
0: the movie trivia or are you You need quizzing? to respond to the question.
1: Ooh, all right, all right, all right.
0: Starting off with what is movie?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is movie? Tell me, Rachel, I don't know. I'm just a what
1: little baby. Is, what is? <laughs> what is <laughs> I read right in the face. what is movie? Oh, mm, movie is two hours of your life. You're glad you won't get back. Oh, well, that's mo- so nice. Yeah. Mo- movie, m- movie is time willingly lost.
0: Mm. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um what book should never be turned into a movie?
1: I immediately thought of one and realized it had been adapted.
0: Oh, what um, was it though?
1: 120 Days of Sodom.
0: Wow, <laughs> oh, that sounds <laughs> like it shouldn't have been.
1: It should, well, I own it, okay. even though I'll never watch it. It's Criterion had a sale, and I was like, mm. I should. I should buy this film that is illegal in many countries because of the depravity. Um, <laughs> I am too scared to watch it. Uh, so what is a movie that should not be adapted? A book that should not be adapted into a uh, movie. I'm not going to be shitty and say, well, I just did. I just said a book that was, fuck, man, I'm really batting a thousand here. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at the stack of books next to me going, none of this is bird by bird. Bird by bird okay. shouldn't be- Yeah, well, that shouldn't be adapted into a movie because a movie that is just advice for writers (laughs) would be terrible. (laughs) Uh, Because it's just like a calm New England woman being like, I understand. It's really hard to write. But if you just write 10 sentences a day, you're starting your novel. And can you imagine that for two and a half hours? You know, I would fall asleep, but I'd be happy about it. Oh, there you go. Time willingly lost you. Exactly. I, think, admit it. I failed.
0: I failed. No, 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 you didn't fail. You just answered the question. There's no right or wrong. It's just trivia that will have points later on. Um, okay. No, there's no points. Um, from which actor would you steal a car?
1: Mm, because of the car or because I've got beef with the actor? Okay, fine, fine. I've yes. said what I've said. You said yeah, yeah, fine. Uh mm, mm, mm. uh yeah, he's dead, doesn't count. Uh <laughs> well, you can still steal from his estate. I think I could just steal a Norm McDonald's car.
0: Honestly, fucking funny. I love
1: it. I was He's up there and goes, you know,
0: so this broad over, and you know, she goes out of we work and then all of a sudden, she takes my Toyota Corolla, I haven't even paid the thing off, and, uh, you know, she goes down there, and, you know, next thing I know, I got the lease back, <laughs>
1: you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be fun to see, like, how he keeps, how he kept his car. Uh, short, uh, uh, of, of that, uh, short of that, short uh, of that, Elizabeth Moss, I'd steal a car from Elizabeth Moss.
0: May I ask why her?
1: Oh, um, the Scientologists will pay for a new one.
0: There you go.
1: Her face looks like she always smelled a fart. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And I'm sick of people telling me to like her.
0: Um, I don't I think she
1: needs to get knocked down a peg or two, so I'm gonna steal that car. (laughs) You you won't believe it.
0: Oh, that's very funny. Um, who was your first character crush? <laughs> oh, see, now, now I was going to say you don't have to, but now you must because of that, that silly reaction. Is it the Grinch? Is it the Grunch? Is it the mean one himself?
1: No, no, no but it's not a human.
0: <laughs> well, of course not. It's, it's probably never a if-
1: human. Balto.
0: <laughs> I get it. He's hot.
1: Can- ever been sexier than
0: when he was a half wolf can i tell you (laughs) that's very good because here's the thing about a character crush is like you just want to be around that character it's nothing necessarily sexual like my first character crush was kiki from kiki's delivery service and it's just like i just wanted to be near her it wasn't even like i wanted to kiss her on the lips um but I will bravely, you've been very brave and been like, Balto is hot. And I will also stick my neck out here and say something that I believe I may have mentioned on this podcast before. But, like, the only time I found Taylor Swift hot is in Cats. Wow. Yeah. Okay,
1: fair. You know what? I kind of understand that, though. And as somebody, oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> okay, so, well did about me. I I saw Cats on Broadway when I was eight years old. It was my first trip to New York. It was one of the last shows at the Winter Garden Theater in 1999. I was captured. Mr. Misopheles brushed up against my arm, and my dreams were forever changed. I was (laughs) going to be on Broadway. And I played the VHS of the West End run of Cats, until still the, the it ate the tape. And uh, I, I absolutely had crushes on multiple cats <laughs> in that show, understanding they were men dressed as the cats, but knowing that the men wouldn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: It had to be Skimbleshanks the Railway Cat. Who I don't know. If he, did he make but, it into the?
0: The cat of the yeah. railway train, yes, absolutely he did. Yeah, lovely.
1: He's lovely. the
0: be- he's the best part of the show.
1: He is he is best part of the the, the, the the musical. Yeah um that's fair and I appreciate your your honesty. I was expecting Maid Marion.
0: Oh, she's also very cute, but they're both hot.
1: They're... really I mean, is it the demure thing? Because
0: it's the demure thing, it's the it's, attitude.
1: That's Robin Hood.
0: Yeah, for, for... sure. Absolutely. <laughs> that was a sexual awakening for most millennials in one way or the other um either you're like oh my god or you're like i don't trust this guy for some reason
1: <laughs> mm, mm, i trust oh. too much uh,
0: mm. I'm, a sucker. I'm a
1: sucker for like a roguish you know a mm. little trickster
0: that makes sense yes. um what movie sorry what is my favorite movie
1: It's, I mean, it's Lord of the Rings, isn't it? It's not, okay. Not
0: not according to my letterbox, no.
1: Okay, I did some research to come onto your show, my man. I (laughs) don't need the, uh, okay.
0: But that's Uh, a correct answer in as much as it's just purely based off of what you know me and what vibes You, I get off. So yeah, I don't disagree with that.
1: Is Robin Williams in this movie?
0: No, he's not. Surprisingly. Okay.
1: Okay. So that torpedoes any other. (laughs) I know you'd think
0: you'd think that it would be. You'd think it would be something like Jacob the Liar, the Night Listener, and never. I'm like, oh, people don't appreciate (laughs) Kingfisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Fisher Uh, King was
0: was it for a very long time. Kingfisher, though, I would love to see Robin as a little bird. Bird. (sniffs)
1: uh no then because the last time i remember us really talking about movies we were uh living in the same awful apartment um and you were recommending if beale street could talk so that's how
0: long it's been can i tell you that is in my top three fuck i'm so so i will you are the closest person so far yes i will Um.
1: take that every day
0: it's a great film. I've only seen it once, but I remember every frame of it.
1: Oh, and that's marvelous.
0: Yeah, that's how I know I love a movie. It's like, I don't need to see it again. It's all up here.
1: Oh, ever since I uh, stopped drinking and switched to to team cannabis hardcore, I do find that uh, sometimes I have to rewatch films. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I have a very selective memory where sometimes um, like even films I've seen multiple times and love, I have a really, really bad plot memory. Um, You may find this may uh, make itself evident as we continue. Um, I can remember like a speech word for word after I've heard it uh, and tell you why I love a movie and forget who the bad guy is. (laughs) That's
0: so interesting.
1: I'll, I'll be like, that is a, that's a really great movie. I can't wait to watch it again. The, the atmosphere is great. The pacing is wonderful. Oh, that's it I'm <laughs> it was old man che- Jenkins the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a cheap date. I'm such that's... a cheap date. I got so much mileage out of old boy. <laughs> Actually <laughs> not true. Old boys, a film I've seen once it's burned in there. I don't ever need to see it again. Um, Usually it's movies like irreversible. Like i have never, I'm, I never need to see that film again. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I saw it, but like no more. Good. No more, Thank <laughs> you. Yep. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I got, I think three more trivia questions for you and then we'll move on to the next game. Um, what star Wars character. Do you want them to never make a movie about, or Disney Plus series about?
1: I don't care about Star Wars at all. So, um, if they never put out another piece of Star Wars ever, uh, I'd be fine with that. But to prove I've seen one, at least... First off, I was dating a guy named Mike in college, and he found out I had never seen the original trilogy. And he was literally like, We're not having sex until you watch A New Hope. And I was like, oh, loser. <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, it's fine. But uh, he's, he's doing well. Uh, 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 That's good. I'll say the Justin Theroux cameo from the casino planet. That's <laughs> whatever that guy was doing. It's <laughs> a mystery B.
0: Oh, that's really quite a good answer, to be honest. Um, you're <laughs> okay. like, I don't give a shit about it, but here's it. I was paying attention. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. care, but I do remember, which is great.
1: People bitched about the casino planet, and little me, who doesn't care about fan service, is like, yay. Yeah. I walked out of that movie going, was I entertained? Okay. That there movie it. did what it was supposed to do, in my opinion. I don't care about Magical Mama Organa, or like the the weird. Are they cousins? Are they? I don't get. Nope. I won't get a sh-
0: <laughs> And can I be honest with you, Rachel? I wish I could. I wish I could be that way. I'm too far deep now. I'd have to deep I'd have to go to a Star Wars deproging program camp.
1: Damn. Damn. You know. Con- I know. Conversion
0: therapy. Would they conversion therapy you to Trekkie? I, I, I think I know too much about that too I think I just need to like go Live in a Hut
1: Yurt yeah yeah, uh, yeah you know, Yurt I'm it up
0: like, yurt. Uh, What movie uh, Makes you horniest it can't be pornography Okay What
1: movie makes me horniest It can't be pornography
0: Fight Club Interesting
1: Hmm. i have um i have a, a an untapped well of um what's the word rage and uh yeah uh i love watching men beat the shit out of each other i'd watch women beat the shit out of each other too uh i started watching women's hockey because they're mm-hmm. starting up like a women's hockey league and it's fun as hell uh uh, so yeah that that's a hot that's a hot movie even though it's finchery and grimy and everything mm-hmm. looks wet um it does
0: it does look yeah. very wet i but can it's see also,
1: it's also like at my horniest like that there's that inflection point of like you mm-hmm. know being a teenager not when the movie came out i was five but when i you know absorbed that film into my yeah. DNA as as a contrary 13 and a half year old uh Mm-hmm. it just became enmeshed with like the horniness and the hormones
0: and uh yeah yeah i, w- I dare say that the the film is also just a, a a touch bit homoerotic just a little i'd say
1: just just, uh, just the smallest
0: yeah. amount not at all like it's major mm-hmm. one of its major themes or anything
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, <laughs> Potentially. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you could probably get real Freudian that, like, the worst thing that could happen is they're going to cut his balls off. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's interesting. There's like a castration fear For in sure. here. Uh, but I do like that the ending is even better than 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 the book than what Chuck wrote.
0: I can't say that I've read the book, can say that I've seen the film too many times, can say that the film has been ruined by shitty white guys not understanding the film. And I I love that you love it.
1: But it's my, I, it's,
0: it's my Star Wars. It's my Star
1: Wars. I I love it in spite of itself and in spite of its fan base. And I like, I, I have had the thought of, like, I wish I could go back and incept this. And maybe, uh, you know, like when I saw Barbie, I thought, what if this is fabulous. But this isn't meant for me. But if I could go back in time and watch mm-hmm. the Barbie movie instead of, say, Inception, oh, I'd be a different I'd be a different <laughs> human for sure i'd be a very different woman
0: a hundred percent um are you are you ready for the last question it's the same question that i ask everyone yes it's why is austin powers so sexy what about the man
1: <laughs> that's cute uh I could say both incense and peppermints. Um <laughs> that combination of incense and peppermints. <laughs> uh <laughs> I I I, like that a lot. incense for the room and the peppermints for the breath. Uh and you can't go wrong. Uh there you go. It hair. It could also be the you know, you're hairy like animal. Uh <laughs> uh, that's also okay. Watch that movie with my mother.
0: Uh oh boy. You
1: know, an empty an empty movie theater. <laughs> it was,
0: Nightmare. That's so good. Oh, that's just got a huge
1: bladder. And that's what we like. We like guys with a big bladder.
0: That's true. Um, are you ready for the game? Oh, no. Wait, do you want to do double features or do you want to do the game? The picture?
1: The double bubble?
0: What would you pair with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory?
1: I'm glad I have my scratch pad. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Well, really, it's about the, you know, this is Charlie's movie, and Charlie is plucked from obscurity uh, mm-hmm. and given access to uh, Aladdin. Okay. Same film. Same film. Uh, yeah, Boy pretty much. Pluck, plucked from the gutter, thrown into, oh, but they're the same genre. They can't be the same genre, and they're both whimsical Kids musicals. Whims. Yeah. So, so instead, instead, uh, Willy Wonka, so we have an eccentric Character who's a bit of a tyrant, if uh, and then a, a, a young a young urchin thrust into uh, their realm, and they're eventually rewarded. wait I'm, I don't, mm, mm, don't want to give you dead air, but what's this? What's if this? I may, if
0: I may, Hudsucker us? Proxy.
1: Haven't seen it. have okay. seen it. That sounds that sounds like a Robert Ludlum book. Is it?
0: Um no it's a Coen brothers movie.
1: Wow, and I haven't seen it? It's my yeah. favorite one.
0: Yeah. It's uh it got Paul Newman in it.
1: Hey, that's cool. I don't know if anyone has uh, ever said
0: this before, but Paul Newman's he was incredibly handsome.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I remember I once wrote a line about uh Paul Newman that you liked a lot. Um which is this real sweet character saying to his wife, uh, I know you have to believe in me, but if Paul Newman give up his career as an actor to follow his dream of making side addressing then i can do this very good
0: very good no. line
1: and <laughs> um, yeah child uh thro- uh hands labyrinth
0: that would be actually be that's quite good that's very good um
1: only if you consider that death is the reward Um, or, or to be, I mean, which, hey, Spanish Spanish Civil War, shitty, uh, uh, it's a reprieve. Or, or the, the, the world that she goes to, that is the Mm -hmm. reward. Death is is the initiation into the reward. Um, Mm. but, yeah, yeah, I'm going to stick with that.
0: Cool. I, I like it a lot. I think that would be a very good double feature, um, I I love this idea. I I don't think I actually fully explained it on mic because this is kind of a newer segment to the program. It's um similar themes, opposite genre, double feature. That's the that's the game, and you're playing it quite well. I I, I like the answers you're giving out. What would you pair with um, Iron Man? Mm, Iron Man.
1: Mm. Mm. Okay, so. Redemption story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, a bit. We got a little bit of the, the veteran porn in there. Uh starts uh starts a franchise uh given powers. Uh starts a franchise given power pa- <laughs> wizard of Oz? No, that's weak. <laughs> that's weak. <laughs>
0: Interesting pairing, that's for sure.
1: No, but 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 we're off to see the
0: wizard. Um,
1: (gasps) no, because um, well, it's it would be another RDJ, so I think that'd be actually kind of interesting. I'll curate this for you. So instead of Iron Man, um, we're gonna have him be uh, no redemption. Well, it's, yeah, except Mm-mm. instead of getting powers, he gets weaker as the movie goes on. The Singing Detective.
0: I don't know what the fuck that is, but the I will look it up. The Singing
1: Detective, it's, it's, a, it's a radio show, and they originally made it into a limited series where Michael Gambon played him. Interesting. And, yeah, in like the 70s and 80s. Uh, 80s, it's the 80s. I cannot remember the, the screenwriter's name. But yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it was one of the fight after Santa Darkly and uh, Mel Gibson paid his liability insurance to get him in this film. And it is the reason that Robert Downey Jr. has often come out and said, like, back off, Mel, he's sick and he didn't know what he was doing and he's tried to to do right. And Mm -hmm. when I was sick and nobody took a chance on me, he did. And he put his own money on the line for producers to mm-hmm. pay the liability insurance so that i could be in this film um and regardless of anyone's personal politics i think that's a that's a, a, a generous and a kind little you know broken clocks are still right twice a day um yeah for sure and it's for it's sure. a it's a weird it but it's a weird movie talks about like a, a, an oddly horny film adrian brody <laughs> carla gugino oh she's so fucking hot in it anyway <laughs> i can't i don't know if it's good you,
0: but you Is like that it. A
1: weird thing to say no yeah I, 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 I don't know if it's good because I saw it when I had the flu in middle school <laughs> and the fever, the fever dream I think made it better.
0: That's very funny. Um <laughs> last, last one I'm gonna go with uh Atlantis.
1: The Dis, time?
0: Disney's Atlantis, yes. Disney's
1: Atlantis. So another, oh. As above, so below.
0: Hmm. very good. Nice. French
1: horror, subterranean. Let's do it. Great. Right.
0: I love it. Let's go to the pitch, shall we? Our yeah, word yeah. today is, come on, phone, sport. Oh, no. Sport. I have some ideas about this. Um, but I would love, I always care about more than others. Um, there are, but that's not where my mind's going. I love rugby now, actually. Unironically, it's so much better than American football. You can't at me about that. Um,
1: I don't, I, I would never fight that. Part of the reason that I don't like American football is one too many breaks. One, two, too much padding. Just, what did I just say? I love seeing men beat shit (laughs) at themselves. So that was the other
0: thing I was going to recommend. Look into women's rugby, the white ferns. (gasps) I think that would be good for you. Um, But no, sport for me, my first thought was this. And if you have something else or something, we can combine it or we can, you know, muddle through this together. Obviously, that's the whole bit is um, it's an actor preparing to play Jay Gatsby. But the ghost of F. Scott's Fitzgerald doesn't like that. And I hate that the rest of the sentence is this because I didn't think about it before I started talking. F. Scott's Fitzgerald doesn't like that the actor is black and he has to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so is this because
1: uh, Gatsby has just entered public domain and there are now going to be competing musicals on Broadway?
0: No, this uh, is yeah. because he says old sport.
1: No, no, no. I know. But I was just uh, well, OK, well, that is also true. So that is true, and what I said is true, and so collective unconscious that might all you know, but it is, and there. Oh, I didn't know it's
0: going into public domain.
1: It's gone into public domain, and two competing (laughs) musicals will be on Broadway at the same time. Uh, One. I didn't. Go ahead. uh, 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 Like totally colorblind casting, going for this little deal over here. The other one, the music of Florence and the Machine.
0: interesting i saw those listed on playbill yeah,
1: yeah 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 i uh that's so that's that's um
0: it's an option if you want to go with something else we can
1: i like it i'm writing i have a little a little uh thingy here where i'm like it's sp- or sport. and then i wrote sporting dogs that's the first thing sporting dogs sporting do- i don't mind the f scott fitzgerald thing because i think that's a like a well that's a well-trod uh device you know like the ghost of somebody interfering mm-hmm. and then of course it just becomes a buddy comedy where one they get what they both want in mm-hmm. a way and compromise because mm-hmm. what they wanted is not what they needed uh mm-hmm.
0: um, but how can we put a sporting dog in there d-
1: mm. well what if what if instead of him not liking the cast remember cuz it's black what if that scott Fitzgerald doesn't like that it's like a modern day gatsby mm. and that modern day jay gatsby is like the quarterback <laughs> you know That's like a, like he's yeah 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 it's like a sag harbor high school or like like a, like a, like a st paul's like a boarding school kind of thing mm-hmm. and gatsby is like you know all american athlete except i think jay gatsby was athletic i bet jay would have absolutely played not just squash and handball um but probably
0: all the sports sports. i mean they do do talk about polo a lot (laughs) f scott's himself was asthmatic and that's probably why he wrote it in um Mm.
1: so i feel like like an asthmatic sport
0: Mm-hmm. Like, let the horse do all the work. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, except for the dander, of course. But um, you can't forget about the dander. Um, so I feel like we're swimming around this idea with the old sport thing. But I feel like it doesn't quite, isn't quite congealing yet. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, if I may. Please. He doesn't like the actor that's cast, and he's trying to sabotage the thing. And then the actor dies because of the sabotage. Then they both haunt the next actor to play it. Okay. And they don't like him because over the course of the first actor dying, they Started to like each other now that they're both dead because they're complaining yeah. about how awful the afterlife is. Yeah, and then they kind of like, like and
1: the, and the understudy ahead. is and the understudy is now uh like making eyes at <laughs> dead guy's heart, girlfriend, wife, whatever, is gonna, gonna swoop in on the daisy uh, of the situation. Mm-hmm. And guy's like, No, no, uh, <laughs> don't do it, you're better than that, Estelle. Uh 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 yeah, all right, now you've got me.
0: Okay, now good you've got me. So it's now a ghost buddy comedy of them trying to prevent these two people from falling in love.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, who is there now with these, there has to be like one living person who can see the dead people. And first yeah. it was the actor. Mm-hmm. So nobody else could see could does are these ghosts can they choose to be corporeal or can they, are they poltergeists? Can they enact, can they make changes in the material world?
0: I think they can, um, I think they can make changes, changes in the material world. Cause that's how, you know, one of them gets the act the first actor dies. I think that yes. the only other person that can see them is the uh, person that works like to close up the theater at the end of the night. And yeah. the only reason was- he he's there, he can see him is because like, yeah, he's been there long enough. He knows. <laughs>
1: Interesting, like like the, the, the sense you can sense the shift in the in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the energies. Now, is it because this ticket taker, this 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 Usher box office person is uh, is connected to the paranormal? Uh,
0: like, I you think
1: how, you, you see it because you, you you believe in it and therefore you're attuned.
0: I think so. I think that I th- I like that a lot. And I think for stunt casting, if we can get David the to play on, that'd be fun.
1: I think you're right. <laughs>
0: just to so, be like you know you know where Fox is. box
1: office guy uh yeah. did, did, okay did, you
0: know, Fox uh, office molder is that anything
1: Fox office yeah okay. Ooh, tomato tomato no.
0: but yeah he's like no I see the Paranormal there's two ghosts there he never late raises his voice above like two decibels that man
1: I don't um, know if I have ever heard him the most I've seen him emote is when Zoolander breaks his his hand thing. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, My my hand, That's my so beautiful good. hand. <laughs> You're JP Pruitt, the hand model. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, Rocky. Yeah, All right. Or maybe in California when that broad punches him in the face. Um True. But... Fair. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Box office guy starts to a uh, 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 adversarial relationship. Is he like afraid of ghosts? Has or is he is he paranormal? Like a like a dib from Invader Zim is obsessed with it. Wants to have his brush
0: brush I, with. I think he used to be, but then F. Scott Fitzgerald, because I think this should take place at the Fitzgerald Theater in uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota, it has bothered him so much that he's like, "Can you please?" <laughs> Leave me be.
1: Oh well, then what if F. Scott's always been haunting Fox?
0: <clears And throat>
1: then, uh, ne- and 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 like, it's F. Scott Fitzgerald Theater. This, this is just where he haunts. And now they're bringing. His, they're finally like putting his. And he's like, he's been talking to the artistic director of the theater, being like, "I'm gonna throw you a curveball for the 2024 season." great gatsby mm-hmm. oh wait this is a play not a movie right this is a Is this, a play or... uh, I this think is a player this that... is a movie about a play i know we're, 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 this is a movie okay <laughs> well this is a construct and a simulation but <laughs> this is a movie and within um, this
0: movie this is a play <laughs> uh, yes in the movie we are making it's a play it is a play not a musical it can be if you want you know, I'll always there, there's no rules, just right. <laughs> no rules, just right.
1: Uh, I th- I mean, if we go if we go like buddy comedy, then 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 musical goes. But the, I know that also, like, do you think it's a draw? Like, do you think do you think it adds curb appeal, or do you think that it it turns off more people? Because there are some people who will watch literally anything if mm-hmm. they're singing and dancing, and uh is that how do I, I know? I'm not I the think, money bean, bean counter.
0: <laughs> you know, those money beans. Um <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I I'll say this. Uh there's been a lot of musicals coming out lately, and people are not letting people know that they're musicals. And so I think uh it might be I, I think we should make this a secret musical for sure.
1: That's a big I was I'm sitting there going. I know The Color Purple is a fucking musical. Mm-hmm. This version of it is. Why are you not telling people it's a musical? Why are they just walking perfectly synchronized? Mm-hmm. Why would you not highlight
0: the first song? <laughs> did not know Wonka was a musical until two months ago. Does,
1: does Timothy sing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Several songs. Does, well...
0: I haven't seen the film. I can't speak to that.
1: I haven't seen it yet. And I want to, because nothing to me is going to be as good as Paddington, but that guy, sorry, we are so far afield. I'm sorry. Uh, You're fine. I just, I love that team. And uh, Mm -hmm. I love that team and Paddington and Paddington two were films that didn't need to be made and certainly had no business being that good. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I heard there would be a Wonka prequel with Timothy Chalamet, and I said, that's the worst idea that's ever existed. Uh, and then I found out who was attacked, and I went, oh, no, now I'm going to have to see this. I've I'm heard gonna... it's quite
0: good and charming.
1: Good. Yeah. Well, then I'll watch that. Um, yeah. And if it's a secret musical, then, okay, this could be a secret musical, so we'll play it on the DL. Sto yeah.
0: sostenuto. <laughs> Um, who should if it's a musical who should do the music like i mean i have a very obvious answer for my personal taste but i want you to you wanna i want to give this to you because this was your idea to make it a musical in the first place
1: do you do do, do 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 you you want my? Why do I keep asking questions to your questions? Because you're you want whatever answer I'm going to give you. Yeah, there are I no want to know what Just,
0: I want to like, know what you want.
1: I know what a producer executive, what a what a fucking development exec wants, which is Duncan Sheik because Spring Awakening, and then oh, sure. uh, they made. Um, do you know they made American Psycho into a musical? Yes. Nobody know. Oh, you did.
0: I <laughs> did. Matt Smith played him <laughs> on The West End. Thank you. Game really? set match. Yes.
1: I want gatsby. 20s, fun, uh, mm, 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 mm 20s, dancing, good times, but I would like the music to be treated uh like diegetic music. I mm-hmm. wouldn't give it up, I wouldn't give it a Bob Lerman thing and be like, yeah, we're gonna listen to Kanye, uh, even though it's <laughs> 1922 uh so libretto by I'm blanking on all of the names of writers I respect and it's killing me uh you know that's
0: okay um so come
1: back the to the late it. Stephen Sondheim
0: great Hang we'll on. get his ghost <laughs> in
1: oh shit that'd be cool actually <laughs> cool but no Mm -hmm. i will ruminate on that and just Mm -hmm. keep jotting down names on my little pad and come back when we figure out how the music dovetails into it because when we figure out how much of a of a presence the music is i think that will actually help it because if we're doing like a you know book by diablo cody music by wiz khalifa
0: i think that hear me out on this this ghosts (laughs) have to sing that's how they communicate, and the reason we can't have it be David Duchovny <laughs> anymore. I'm sorry, David. We have to get like a really strong musical theater actor who can sing back to the ghosts.
1: That's beautiful, and hey, all. That's actually a great theatrical device too. Is that the living world speak, mm-hmm. ghost world sing? It's very operatic. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to come back, John Adams, the neoclassical composer.
0: Okay. Not the president. That <laughs> I was watering.
1: No, uh, no, no, The uh, um, uh, wrote an opera about Oppenheimer, so you know. An
0: Oppenheimer.
1: An Oppenheimer.
0: That's uh, Oppenheimer, Doc. Um. So I like that. That's good. Okay. So I think that changes things up a little bit, but I think that means the two actors that are the go that plays F. Scott Fitzgerald and plays the, um, the first actor that dies, they have to be good singers. And so does the, um, uh, the box office attendant. And I think also his, um, the first actor's partner should be a good singer too. And she starts to learn to communicate with her dead partner. Mm. Cool, 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 cool. So these mm-hmm. are all like really fun, dreamy, really fun, dreamy ideas. But what happens? Great. Do you think does Does the partner fall in love with the new person?
1: Well, they she thinks she will. Mm-hmm. You know, the first blush of infatuation—it's a showman's, after all. Showmance. The showman's backstage, all these sweaty bodies changing in close proximity. The <laughs> stage manager staring at you over her clipboard.
0: <laughs> it's just a yeah, everyone's doing early. massage chains for no damn reason. <sighs> yep, yep. No, yep. no one is hornier than like teenage theater kids. God, it's awful. Um, it really is. Uh, can, I I'm, can I make a pitch for the the box office person? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Paul F. Tompkins. He does have a good singing voice. He's a great singing voice. I can imagine him in like a little, like um, a classical sort of uh, like Usher's yeah. uniform. You know, with a little epaulets, And then I and the think. A little hat.
1: I, <laughs> yeah. Just like with this little mustache. I, can we set this back a bit? Cause, yeah, cause I sure. think I think this would actually be wonderful in like a small theater in mm-hmm. like the, the late 80s and we could get Sondheim then. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, so and and also like little stuffy polyp Up Tompkins, mm-hmm. it feels a bit more like a Neil Simon show. With, yes. you yeah know, with, with with this, uh, it's just nice. Uh, yeah. Matthew Broderick, not he can sing Matthew Broderick
0: as who as the first actor?
1: I think the first one because there's mm-hmm. not many. There are not many things. There are few things more charming than Matthew Broderick changing his mind about you that's that's fair yeah you know i mean like him coming around you're like ah.
0: that's true I really- yeah i could get on board with that so he he's he's the first he's the first actor and then we have the ghost of f scott's fitzgerald
1: cool cool uh either uh, uh len not len carew um wrong I, sweeney wrong sweeney don't know uh, any
0: sweeney's besides depp i can't help you with oh. this one
1: um george hearn also played sweeney todd uh, sh- norbert leo butts because that's
0: a fun name
1: norbert sure leo norbert leo butts is a broadway per- oh oh mandy patinkin
0: oh sure yeah that would be that's great hot. actually yeah
1: mandy so so we got broderick <laughs> and
0: mandy and did i tell you <laughs> the pop time because it's hanging out did i ever tell you that i thought um Mandy Patinkin was Hispanic for the longest time because of Princess Bride. And I thought his name was Manny Patinkin, like Manuel. (laughs) (laughs) Someone had to very kindly take me aside and go, no, 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 no. (laughs)
1: Um, No, I did not know that, but that's delightful. I'll counter that by saying that for years and years until my mid-20s, I thought that the opening line of Brown-Eyed Girl by Van Morrison Morrison was... Hey there, amigo. <laughs> no, it's not you're not in a way, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's very much not those words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in the spirit of the thing, um, I like this. So she thinks it's a showmance, she thinks she's in love. Um it's Nicole Chenoweth. Kidman.
1: Oh, she can mm. sing, that's right, that's fine. And if it's 80s, Nicole Kidman, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, so 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 broad. Broderick and Nicole, the height disparity. No one will ever believe that.
0: That's why it doesn't she's work like six out. Six Well, <laughs> okay, fine. Chenoweth with Wow. There. Fine, Chenoweth with there. Um, because Nicole can could. She could be the artistic director. She could be the. She could be the director.
1: The director oh, that'd be very good. She's the one adapting this this play, this book into a play. Yeah, that's great. And it's going to be her. You know, she is the spurned lover of the former artistic director. Uh, No, the spurned wife, but she sued him for everything he was worth and got the theater. That's all she cared about. She was Mm -hmm. his wife for 17 years while he philandered, while he dragged her ass across town. And she sat there patiently at home reading her books and collecting her evidence. And When she finally went to that attorney's office, she said, I want it all. And then (laughs) they went, we can't do that. And she goes, then I want the theater. And they go, Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she walks out of the theater recreating that um, iconic pose of her getting divorced from Tom Cruise <laughs> um yeah I like that a lot um uh then new lover coming in that replay new actor coming in opposite Kristen Chenoweth um uh you know here's uh I mean I pitched this guy earlier today recording another podcast but um what about Keith David
1: it's so funny you say that um I had my father, Beta, listen to an episode of a podcast that I directed, and he texts me, this guy sounds like Keith David, and then texts me a photo of Keith David.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know the most famous part of that man's career is his face, not his voice As at all? <laughs>
1: As if I don't know who Keith <laughs> David and then I realized that my dad only knows because he's like, the few, the proud, the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Navy voice. He's the U.S. Navy. And my dad's an old Navy guy. So he says, he does. He leaves out the whole court-martialed part. But uh, that's not important. Um, thank God he's not going to watch this. You can leave it in. He's just not going to watch it. Um, okay. But Keith David could work. You're coming back to the actor being black again, which is fine. Uh which is which that. is
0: fine because it's also one of those things of like the the cast we have now is very male and white. And I'm trying to get in super male and white. But didn't you set this in a Minnesota theater? You yes, that's true, but you would be surprised as someone who's done a fair amount of theater in Minneapolis. It is mostly male and white, but there's uh, you know, there's all sorts of folks up there. Um everyone's I just also just, true west. Uh-huh. Okay, but well what about this?
1: I'm not against Keith David, for, 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 for his what, his what name, it's worth.
0: What what if we get oh, what is his name? Very Home Companion motherfucker to come in.
1: Oh, <laughs> Garrison gonna, Keillor.
0: Yeah, get Garrison Keillor. Garrison Keillor name? is Nicole Kidman's ex-husband. Oh no, I was going to say is the new actor to come in. Oh, no. it's like a weird. That's, that's very weird, but isn't that so odd? So so Broderick gets killed by yeah. a ghost and they're like the next logical step Garrison Keillor get Garrison Keillor uh Guy Noir himself mm-hmm. come on in
1: yeah
0: you oh, welcome so right
1: and don't bump into the furniture uh
0: I it's like right. him better. He's more well-suited to be the X. Um, uh, and I think the whole thing, the, the B-plot has to be like, unless this show makes a profit, he has to, he gets the theater back. Yes. You know, that's yeah. the whole B-plot there. And Christian sure. Chenoweth is really on Nicole Kidman's side. And yeah. Matthew Broderick yeah. isn't. And that's why um, the ghost of S. Scott Fitzgerald bumps him off. They have that yeah. kind of, like, that's the third act twist is like, no, I killed you on purpose because you were going to, you were such Matthew Broderick, you're such a bad actor that this would be, would have been a flop. And so we have to bring someone else in because this needs to be a hit so she can they keep bring the in Keith in. David, And then okay. you bring in Keith David, a, a renowned star, beautiful singing voice. Yes. You know? Um,
1: yeah. He he
0: he pitches woo to Kristen Chenoweth. Um, I think I like that, but then I think I like Kristen Chenoweth, like kind of going, "Oh, I, you know, I have been feeling something," and I got confused. It isn't though about you, Keith David. It's about Nicole Kidman.
1: Oh, okay. But what do you think about really, that? um I think that could totally work. So then, what if what if Broderick and Chenoweth aren't an established thing? What if she is the love object of Broderick? So that when he's mm-hmm. trying to break them up, it is selfish. It is not, you know, uh, the the slightly more understandable, albeit still possessive and weird, of like, but that is mine, and I don't mm-hmm. want someone else co- coveting it. And the I didn't get to, and I just don't think that she's right for him, um, which also comes from just a place of ego. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh that that that's that's that'd be interesting. That she's like, I thought I loved the show, but it's just that I love being directed by you. Mm-hmm. Um, she,
0: she'd
1: be like i fucking hate this show
0: <laughs> that would be really good i really hate what we're doing here but i love you i i've hated every moment but i love you nicole every Kidman. moment
1: has been <laughs> unspeakable agony um but
0: yeah. <gasps> and she's so small and nicole kidman's so tall and that's really cute honestly hmm you could just peep.
1: I can't do it I can't do it it always ends up coming out like an Amy Sedaris character <laughs> instead of what she actually sounds like
0: one might argue Rachel <laughs> I mean I what would she sounds love... like.
1: okay fair fair <laughs> uh that's true
0: but they also uh, have very similar um everything's about them uh is... itty
1: bitty little
0: itty bitty little women my Little yeah. Women. They're they're, they're
1: the, the titular Little Women. Now that is an adaptation I would watch. Julia Louis <laughs> Dreyfus, Amy Sedaris, Kristen Chenoweth, and
0: um, uh, Viola, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. <laughs> Actually, no Regina <laughs> King because you got this great <laughs> fucking comedy for us. Oh, that'd be so fucking good. Oh.
1: oh yeah, but just doing just doing that book. Um, yeah
0: oh that'd be so good (laughs) um okay so i like this thing Do the i assume the play goes well and then f scott fitzgerald is like and paul Tompkins is like be at peace spirit because it goes well and then they fade away
1: (laughs) i mean yes but, but but the 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 part where we think everything won't go well is, is the, you know, Garrison Keillor has sabotaged the performance as well, yes, maybe? Yes, of course, of and course. And then either Broderick or F. Scott, probably Broderick, because he has to overcome his selfishness. He mm-hmm. has to, you know, do that do, do, do for his redemption. Interesting, because he's bad. Because he's bad. Or he has to outact. Somebody. Damn, 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 damn.
0: Okay. I like, okay. There's so
1: many threads um, of time to pull them back.
0: He... <laughs> Somehow, okay, hear me out on this. Garrison Keeler is confronting Nicole Kidman and he's okay. about to like really lay into it and sabotage the whole thing just by like emotionally damaging this woman further. Matthew mm-hmm. Broderick jumps into the body of Garrison Keeler. <laughs> and this is the way you you know, see he's learned his lesson and it's like about something greater than himself. And he makes Garrison Keeler go, you know what, it's actually fine. Let me just see sign this thing here and the theater is yours in perpetuity like you know crosses the t dots the eyes and then but i think what would be if if i may funny as he's walking out of the theater matthew broderick not good at controlling someone else's body kind of he can't go past outside the theater because those are the rules we've just made up for the ghosts the ghosts are stuck in the theater and then so okay die in the theater
1: stay in the theater no because this is f scott's theater he didn't die there he's just haunting there he's
0: just but it's yeah but it's kind of like a poltergeist thing i don't know well it's 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 all (laughs)
1: yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) but so as (laughs) as Keeler is walking out of the fitzgerald theater matthew broader gets like you know lurched back and so he gets lurched forward and then (laughs) keeler gets hit by a car (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then there's just this moment of like it cuts to it cuts to you know broderick doing his great like oh my god what have i done face that he's you know so good at then it cuts over to yeah, god if it's gerald and then it's all like a two-shot and then just garrison keeler fades into existence next to him
1: <laughs> that's very funny and i'm gonna uh and and so if we're gonna make this like broderick has to uh, has to redeem himself which I'm i'm so down for what if uh he is, you know, sort of like the prince of the Minneapolis theater scene. Mm-hmm. Um he, you know, he's he's thinks better than he is. He's big fish in a small pond. And what if there's a little bit of I, I this I it might be too dark, but I think it'd be very funny for the Garrison Keeler payoff. If he is perhaps... Uh, uh, it's so funny to picture this for Broderick now, but he's like sexually aggressive and like <laughs> doesn't really take no for an answer, because then it's very, very funny if in order to win he has to enter someone's body without their permission.
0: <laughs> and he's like, oh god, not this. Oh god. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. It-
1: <laughs> like yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i think that's good i think it also leads to the first couple of minutes minute he's pursuing christian chenna with that you're like well this guy's clearly gross yeah sh- they I, shouldn't end up together
1: he's a blowhard he's he's he and we think that he just needs to be humbled like he needs to be humbled more than that yeah. um yeah so I'm into that. We we open, yeah. We, we we open with Matthew Broderick, and he's like practicing this thing, and 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 now oh, more layers. Fuck, the the play is a play, mm-hmm. but the movie is a musical. They're like, are the in the yes. play are there songs? But I don't no. think no. in the play no.
0: there are songs. I think that makes it too confusing. <laughs> I think it's already confusing enough. What? But I. But the ghosts can sing. But the b- ghosts can sing, and they can't leave the theater.
1: And they can't speak. They can only.
0: They can only sing. Ghosts can only sing in the theater.
1: Right. Well, that until oh. their
0: until their lesson is learned. Cool. And. And if I may, going back to the original thing, F. Scott Fitzgerald gets released when he sees Keith David knock it out of the park as Jay Gatsby and goes well, I guess black people aren't that bad. And then he fades away.
1: Okay, well, that's actually great. Because then you have like a psych out where you think it's going to be this
0: movie. And then, the you
1: mm-hmm. know, around the little act to be, he's mm-hmm. like, actually, I'm going to recuse my, th- I'm going to go and have myself a gin ricky, a, 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 a lime fizz uh, <laughs> and a scotch egg. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. What <laughs> that were sounds we like doing? A, uh, a- just now? no no in the 20s what were we doing in the 20s
1: badminton
0: (laughs) badminton
1: badminton and
0: cocaine that's true and
1: yeah smoking
0: about to go into a war that we didn't know about um i like it i think the ending as well is quite fun seeing garrison keeler get hit by the side of a bus uh just objectively very funny and surprising. Oh. And then the fact that he's trapped there forever, too, in oh, the theater.
1: The oh, oh, oh. And the bus, the bus is full of people who were on their way to like St. Paul to see a play, but they can't because they just hit Garrison K. <laughs> so they see
0: this play instead.
1: instead and, just <gasps> smash it. and it's fashion. And it's the theater.
0: And if I may, I love this device of um, <laughs> I, I I I had this thought a little bit ago where uh, Paul of Tompkins he opens the the theater at the beginning of the movie, right? And he's singing to us the situation, like very singing? much like it. Yes, like See? attend the tale of Sweeney Todd kind of but thing. he's
1: not a ghost. Oh, he so he he's both. He's, he's our he, he know yeah,
0: he's a reporter through and then at the end he turns off all the lights except for of course the ghost light and then the ghost light f- fades to black. Can he
1: have can he have been uh, can he have been in a production of Macbeth and that's what like started his whole sort of uh uh, spooky superstition anyway. Yeah, yeah. And and he's he is that superstitious theater guy. Yes. Um yeah.
0: I like that a lot. Oh. Uh okay.
1: That's really, really
0: fun. Okay. This podcast is pretty fun, I gotta tell you. <laughs>
1: well I never said it was I, I came in I came I in expecting to, came in no. expecting to have fun and you sure. have delivered.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well thank you very much i was you know wondering but i love that my favorite thing about this whole thing is we got that from sport yeah and that's yeah. the beauty of people who have wandering minds <laughs> um yeah i i think it's very fun i think um who do we want to direct this thing the the movie not the play obviously nicole kidman's directing <laughs> the play who do we want to direct the movie
1: Mike Nichols,
0: God rest his soul. But no, yeah.
1: No, uh, oh, oh, who did? Who, but in an uh, ideal
0: world, absolutely yes.
1: He's still alive. Peter C- Peter Segal could do it. The guy who did oh, My yeah. Fellow Americans and uh, uh, he did uh, Tommy
0: Boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go off. Yeah, hundred percent. And Naked Gun Three. Yes. Oh. I love it. Do you, know
1: they're, do you know they're rebooting Naked Gun?
0: I did not know they're rebooting Naked Gun. That does actually seem like it could work, except for the fact that no one likes cops anymore.
1: Well, if anything, that might be very interesting if we go back to, like, the police academy days of, like, we're mm. just going to laugh at them. And true, true. Um, that's how you take away their powers. You laugh at them. Uh, I wasn't as on board until I remembered that, one, like, comedy's having a weird moment. Mm-hmm. for the past few years and uh people's <laughs> great streamers people whatever no one's buying comedy because it's such a fucking liability that of course it makes sense that we're just going to go back to zucker brothers level visual gags yeah um i will fight people when i think that when i say that like when angie tribeca was on that was one of the funniest shows on television <laughs> fight me um because it's just it's just pure slapstick and gags and joy and whimsy for the sake of it uh but it's Liam Neeson playing that's so good playing frank Drebin's son
0: that's so good liam is so good at comedy actually is the thing yes. and specifically for that character like you need someone who can play it so straight so straight oh that's uh, so good eh
1: yeah i was so i was so impressed by uh him in a uh, million ways to die in the west
0: yes and
1: that movie uh, better than
0: it could have been <laughs> a Not picture good, that has been brought up to me a few times lately and i think it's in just in the ether and it's a good movie i don't know what to tell you i i enjoyed it very much i saw it in theaters it was incredible
1: which one oh that movie
0: oh, oh yeah that
1: yeah. one it sounds like you were leading up to a different for a different no movie. no but no, but no, yeah, no. I, just a million I'm... who dies
0: in the way that die in the west
1: I really enjoyed yeah. it. That was one of those rentals where, uh, back, oh God, back when you could, like, oh, I think I red boxed that movie to 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 date myself. Um, um
0: if, if it makes you feel any better, there are plenty of red boxes still around. I use them all there? the time. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, CVS baby. Uh,
1: there is one, uh, out here and it's next to a Carl's Jr. Hell oh, yeah, brother. It, it never looks um welcoming sort of what i'm trying to say like it never quite i'm not gonna say it looks unsafe it's just certainly not
0: it Got cursed inviting boss. yeah
1: <laughs> it it's, it's certainly meaning. not
0: inviting <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. like that a lot
1: hmm.
0: i don't real. feel invited by this no it's um
1: held. uh yeah that's that's that is excellent
0: yeah. um If you're someone like me who's on T-Mobile, often they'll give you a free red box rental for a day. And I'm like, whoopee, I can go see anything with Liam Neeson or Bruce Willis. Uh, Um, Do you want to do a quick lightning round? Yes. Okay, disappear is the first one. For me, disappear is about someone who is trying to learn to... Um, Insult their friends for comedy so they can succeed in high school. And it's about dissing and their appearances.
1: Disappear. That's. Really Call me good. Lance
0: Armstrong, because that's a stretch.
1: No, that's a very good pun. Thank uh, you. Mine was going to be something about probably like a, a you know, birthday magician who. <laughs> Uh, I'm so he, on board <laughs> uh, has has a, a harem of all the women he's made disappear that it, actually it, like it's but 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 it's gotten so big that they like run his life and it's actually oh. more of like a brow beating <laughs> um Gary Gary, we're out of milk <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then one day he disappears. Like, he doesn't have the right woman and he hops in the box instead and then he shows up. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. He hops in the box and he actually sees all the women that he's made disappear, um, and they didn't, he assumed his assistant would just, like, let them out after the show and <laughs> no, no, they've actually been disappearing <laughs> the whole time. They're in a pocket dimension. That's my uh, pitch.
0: That's very good. Um, deprive is, uh, the next one deprive. Um this
1: one's cheating because I literally pitched this film earlier today. Uh go for it. Well, uh sexually repressed shut-in woman starts going to float tanks as a way to uh try and you know open up, heal, self-regulate, and uh starts having profound sexual fantasies in the float tank in these <laughs> altered altered states. And uh, comes out feeling fresh as a daisy, starts looking better, feeling better. Hey, how's it going? Talking to oh, did you get your hair? Everyone she has a wet dream about dies. <laughs>
0: That's really She good.
1: has un- unwittingly made like a pact with a succubus. <laughs> it's, like fi- it's like Final Destination, but with wet dreams.
0: <laughs> That's very funny. I like that a lot. Deprive, for me, um, Deprive is about... Um, a spelunker who is trying to go as far down as they possibly can. And they eventually um, get to a point where they realize that there's enough room down there for them to just live. And so they slowly sneak out and start living in this deep underground cave. Mm -hmm. And it's um, a deep rive. Deep ravine.
1: Oh, I see what you do now. Yeah,
0: I like it's. It's called having dyslexia. And <laughs> hey, word, it's,
1: word. It's, I am I, imagining him turning into like a larval form of human, though. Like every time he comes out, he's like he's like a little paler, like yeah, a little like, less hairy. His remember, eyes are a little smaller.
0: <laughs> you know, in *Return of the King*, where there's that sequence where like Andy Serkis is in prosthesis rather than a digital character as Gollum, like that. Yes. Where you're like, ugh
1: seems we've bad. Talk, we've talked about this a million times, right? And if we haven't, it's surely come up before that like they wouldn't know this the whole
0: meat's back on the menu, boys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What is a right? menu? How would they know it? Yeah. <laughs> they just were created. Just fucking great line, very silly, but like what? Okay. <laughs> last, last. Um, lightning round is bread 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 Um, oh mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I'm playing off of the double uh, the 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 homophone mm -hmm, of Mm -hmm. our daily bread and bread to be a certain way Mm -hmm. and it's going to be like a family dynasty drama like 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 the King Arthur flower Corporation you know but it's like Downton Abbey where it's like like all the dilettantes the, the bready the, the little bread <laughs> every everyone like coming out to court to, to like they have an eligible son or an heir or whatever to the bread fortune and let's you know let's have like a class uh Austere uh, uh an Austin type that's mm-hmm. that yep. Oh boy.
0: I like that, that
1: was... a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Glad that you did. Uh makes one of us. <laughs>
0: uh I I enjoyed it. Um for me, it's about a person who is left on red and they go, they start going crazy because they start getting anxious that they upset this person. And then it turns out that the person has died. And so they end up going to the funeral and ruining the funeral because they don't know that they're like, it's the people are sitting Shiva for this person and they don't know that. And so they just show up to this person's house and it's just a comedy. It's a cringe comedy of errors. Ugh. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Deeply oh. uncomfortable. Uh,
1: I have such a mixed thing with. Cringe comedy it's, mm. it's. Like I I love Nathan Fielder. I sure. love everything he does and I'm fascinated by it. And I wish I could live vicariously through it because I don't have whatever he has that allows him. I'm jealous of it. I I I I can't keep a straight face, even when I'm serious myself. Like it's just an inability for me. Uh but I see a lot of other cringe things and i'm repulsed by it it feels like Mm -hmm. such a cheap like a cheap response to elicit um oh for sure and i don't like that it's become something that is its own genre that is supposed to stand on its own and have merits it's like i understand mumblecore has merits but i don't enjoy mumblecore (laughs) because that's not But, like, I get it. There are good examples of it. It's just not for me. The fact that, like, cringe became its own pillar where it's like, oh, there are things people, this is not a blanket insult. Mm -hmm. This is now an avenue. Oh, uh -uh. whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm not a big
0: fan about it. I have too much empathy. I feel like bad for the characters and I'm like, turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was really, really fun. What do you want people that listen to this podcast to know about you?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I would love them to know that I host my own improvised podcast uh called Josie's Lonely Hearts Club. You'll be on it soon, depending on when okay. this goes out. You might have already been on it, uh, based off of uh the, the release cadence that you have. Uh you can find it everywhere that you listen to podcasts. We have season one in the can. We are hot at work doing season two. It's a really fun show if like uh a character drama was wrapped in a femme forward Fraser and then smothered with both red and green salsa because New Mexico, um, it's (laughs) semi script, half scripted, half improvised all part. So I hope that that's a, that's a pitch. Um, that's what I would love people to know about me because that's what I'm working on lately.
0: That's great. I'm very excited to be on it and hear how it turns out. I have the first episode queued up, but I haven't had a commute yet. So I haven't listened to it. Um, but I will. Uh, you, the listener, if you want to support this podcast by going to Tristan Miller. com, you can get early access to the episodes as well as the video. And then also, I do a podcast called Movies to Fall Asleep to, which is a sleep podcast where I talk to people about their comfort movies, and you can get access to that as well. Um, again, thank you so much for doing this. This is heaps of fun. I haven't talked to you in literal years. And it, it does, we I feel like got right back into a rhythm. And it, it felt really nice. It's great to see you again.
1: Yeah, man. It was awesome to catch up. It was really great to see you. And thanks for having me on. Of course.